Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. We're talking about the power of two. This month, our theme is the power of two. The scripture that we're using is Matthew 18, 19. Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. It says, again, again, I said to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. I want you to listen to me um, a bit different with this scripture. This scripture is well used of uh, well used in, 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 in the sense of prayers. Where two of you agree, you pray, God will answer. But I want you to look at it different. Um, as I was studying this, if you go back on the scripture, he was talking about forgiveness. He talks about if one member of the team makes a mistake, go to him in person or go to the person on one on one and try and rip, you know, sort it out. If the person so disagree or is not happy, then take two, three people. Go talk to them. And if it still doesn't work, then the church should then let him be like an outcast. And then in, that, in the midst of that discussion, this scripture pops up. Are you with me? So when you read it in context, and I haven't seen this till I started studying this this week, what, Je what Jesus was actually saying is, when two people agree about that decision, this individual that will not be reconciled, if two of you agree that that person should be an outcast, should be outcast, that he should be treated like a fire, um, like a, a, a tax collector, then it will be done in heaven. And it is after that the guy who is, I think he's got the disciples, we will say he's got the Okromal, Peter. He pops up and says, well, so in that case, how many times should I forgive? Se 70 times? Seven? Yes. Praise the Lord. So I want you to look at it slightly different. The power of two. I want you to take the word if two of you agree, we know about the power of agreement. But we always put it in the context of prayer. But I want you to see it in general. 
the power of agreement. You see, TDJ says, nothing works without relationship. But I say to you, if there is no agreement, there will be no relationship. There needs to be an agreement, I will say, if there is more than one person involved, then there has to be an agreement. Are you with me? So, we can't go far without an agreement if it's more than one. If there is no agreement, we cannot move forward. To agree means to be the, of the same mind. To agree means to be of the same mind. It means to come to a mutual understanding. To be in harmony. To be in harmony. If Two people agree, it means that they are in harmony. It also means to agree to a plan. To agree to a plan. Amos 3 says that how can two walk together unless they have agreed to a plan? How can two work together except they agree? But other translation says, except they agree to a plan. And it's, it, it, it gives the illustration like, if, if I say, and usually I go to fat boys, where I usually will go and have breakfast, depending on who's paying. Either David is paying or Stevie is paying. Go and have breakfast. Now, if we go, if, if, if I, if, I uh, if Stevie and I say we're going to Fat Boys, we have first, we, we, we have to agree. And then we have to agree on time. All right? Else we cannot work together. I mean, David owes me a fat boy. Anyway, I haven't forgotten. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So how can two work together unless they have agreed to a plan? And we need to understand that Two people working together have to have the same mind. Two people cannot work together unless they have the same mind. What do you mean the same mind? Unless they are an equal mind as to what they are doing. Amen. 
We're talking about the power of two. And there is power when two people agree. Can two people work together unless they come to a mutual understanding? Many times we have issues in life because two people do not have a mutual understanding. Anytime there is a conflict, it means that the two are not agreeing. It's just as simple as that. And it is this very thing that destroys. It is this very thing that destroys relationship. When there is harmony, it means there is agreement. There is oneness. There is mutual understanding. I want you to see this scripture different from today. It's not only talking about the power of prayer. Before you agree to pray about something, there must be a mutual understanding. There must be harmony. There must be oneness. It's like the two heads must be going the same direction. The two heads must be going the same direction. If one's going east and one's going west, how can two work together? Except unless they are agreed. You know, does that sound to you like agreed as past tense? Eh? I just remembered that Pastor E, so let me slip a bit of Pastor E in. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Except they agreed. That's past tense, right? That's Pastor E, you know. Praise the Lord. Do you miss him? I'm already missing him. Hopefully, Emmanuel will tell us. Praise the Lord. So, where there is harmony, nothing is impossible. Where there is harmony, absolutely nothing is impossible. Now, the scripture says, I can do all things, Philippians 3.13, I can do all, 3.4.13, I can do all things through Christ who enables me, who strengthens me. Now, that is an individual. When two people 
not in agreement, you can't do all things through Christ who strengthens you. But you see, God searches the heart and knows the intent and the secret of every heart. God searches the heart and knows the intent and the secret of every heart. So God will surprise us when we, in our natural thinking, thinks that it is possible, God will surprise us. Let's look in Genesis 11.6. Genesis 11.6. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they've been, uh, that is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they to do will be withheld from them. I, I, I would say church where you have two people and where you have agreement the reason why some of us struggle is because we neglect our agreement. Praise the Lord. I've seen people that will visit their agreement. They will visit their agreement time. And you see, you see that it's, it's working for them. You see, the people are one. The people are one. And they have one language. They say the same thing. And God said, this is the result. There is nothing that will hinder them from doing what they want to do. Nothing will be withheld from them. The Amplifier says they are unified. The people are unified. They go one way or the other. They go one way or the other. The enemy thrives on division. The enemy thrives on division. He, thri he thrives on segregation. He thrives on disunity. We're talking about the power of two. The enemy thrives on division. He thrives on segregation. He thrives on disunity. God wants us to be united. Hallelujah. God wants us to be united. There is power in unity. There is power in harmony. 
God wants us to be with one accord. You remember in the book of Acts, Acts, 20, Acts 2, let's read it, Acts 2, 1. Acts 2, 1. And when the day of Pentecost has fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then we know that the Holy Spirit manifested himself. But verse 1, it says that the people were with one accord. They were with one accord. Thank you, Lord. The people were with one accord. They were, with, they were in one mind. And they had one purpose. They had one mind and one purpose. They were all going the same direction. On the day of Pentecost, when they gathered together, they were with one accord. They had one purpose, one focus. So they, they, that enabled the Holy Spirit to manifest himself. If the Spirit of God is going to move in a place, it has to be It has to be hard. I mean, look in the natural. Look in the natural. When you go to a home, when you go to a family, when you go to a group, when you go to a church, Bickery and backbiting and division and hate. If they the spirit of God is moving, moving is fake. It's fake. I, I was, I was talking about. there. And then Mama 
Emma's church, divine, when we were there, there was such a strong unity among us. But as soon as segregation set in, as soon as selfishness begin to creep up, start getting into trouble. The power of unity, the power of oneness, where there is no harmony, the Spirit of God cannot operate. I want to encourage you today and I want to give you this example. Numbers 13. Numbers 13. I want you, I want you to read all this. 13 to 26. Stephen, can you come and help me to read this? And you can't read it from your phone. You've got to read it from the church. Numbers 13. Did I say one? No, 26. Numbers 13, 26 through 33. No, no, no. Numbers 13, 26 to 33. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh. They brought back word to them and, and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and it is, and it is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amen. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jezebites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and we were not in their sight. Amen. 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 Are you here? Yes. Listen, we're talking about the power of two. We're talking about the power of agreement. God had given the Israelites a land to go and possess. 
But God in his wisdom tell Moses and give Moses a strategy. And the strategy is of the 12 tribes send one each and go and spy the land. Did the report take God by surprise? No. He wanted Moses to know. So they go and spy the land for 40 days and come back. And they are in disagreement. Where there is disagreement, where there is no harmony, where there is not one accord, the Spirit of God cannot operate. So Joshua and Caleb says, come on guys, we are more than able to possess this land. Let's go and take it. The other ten tribes said, listen, stop showing off. Who do you think we are? You are. Didn't you see the giants there? The Amalekites and all the kites. That's why I called Stephen to come and read that. All the kites and the, all the kites. Didn't you see them all there? We cannot go and possess the land. In our sight and in their sight, we're like grasshoppers. They, they have. The 12 of them had been divided into two. They are not in agreement. 10 says we can't. 2 say we can. They are not in agreement. And therefore, they cannot go and possess the land at that time. The land was theirs. God has given them the land. It was theirs, but their own eyes. In their own eyes, they have rejected what God has given them. And as a result, they all have to perish in the wilderness. Left with the two that had the eyesight of God. That believed that what God has said he will do. They didn't believe in themselves, but they believed in the God that was with them. Hallelujah. Joshua and Caleb believed in the God that has said to them, "You, the land is yours. And if God has said it, then he will what? He will do it. Whatever God has said in your life, if you come in agreement with God, you will see the glory of God. Whatever. Amen, I look at you. There is victory for us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. If 
you come in agreement with God, no power on this earth under the sea, beneath the sea, no power can overcome the spirit divine. Come in agreement with God. And in due course, you will see. It doesn't happen overnight. I say it doesn't happen overnight. But if you stand on your ground, Ephesians 6, it says, after you have done all, stand. And say, stand therefore. If you will stand on your ground and agree with God and agree with what God has said, <laughs> the devil is a liar. The de it is only a matter of time before God will show up. It is only a matter of time. You see, you see, the Bible tells us God, a, a 40, a 40 days journey, the Israelites went around four, is it 400 years, 40 years, 40 years. God did that to see what was in them, to prove what was in the Israelites. Are you with me? You see, I say it's only a matter of time. When time is going, it's not, time is not running out. If the Bible tells us that in the fullness of time, Christ came. When a church history says, when even geographically, when everything was set to be right, that the gospel can be spread out. In that fullness, Christ came. God is wiser than you and I. And so, delay is not denied. What we think is delay is God orchestrating. You know how they, they weave the cane basket? God is weaving, is weaving, and is weaving, and he's, weaving. he's not manipulating. He's actually designing it perfectly. That when the time comes and he is manifest, you say, yes, this is a wonderful word. But he will do it in such a way that you will not take the glory. No way will he share his glory with no man. And so the stronger you are thinking you can do it, the more it delays. The stronger you think you are that you can do it, the longer it delays. Because he wants to bring you to a place where you know and 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 know that it is not you. That it is God. I cannot take any credit for anything that is going on in my life. It is God. There are some of the things that the guy, I, I don't even go on the, um, the website. There are some of the things that they do. <laughs> I have no idea. It surely cannot be me. 
Are you, are you with me? We've just got a worship leader at Ejusu. The guy plays all the instruments. She doesn't sing, but he plays all the instruments. And he, he, he knows about the voice and everything. And all. He's just joined us. One last thing. It is God. Come in line. Come in agreement with God with what God is saying and walk with God and before you know it all is falling into place for the glory of God so the Israelites church even though the land was theirs to take it didn't profit them because they didn't come in agreement with God. Joshua and Caleb came in agreement with God and eventually possessed their land. Delay is not denial. If yours do not happen today, it does not mean it's not going to happen. God allows us to go through situations so that with that experience that we get in the situation that we will be able to use that experience to also help others. You can't teach what you don't have. If you haven't ex had, if you don't have experience about something, you can't teach. And so God wants wanting to help us or God wants to help us to make us better he allows us to go through challenges of life aren't you glad I often say I thank God for that individual that brought miscarriages into my life he's the one that has made me what I am today <laughs> spoiling the joke. Praise the Lord. Church, my simple message to you is two people when they come in agreement there is nothing that they cannot do. And when you come in agreement with God
the church is ascending and in our power of agreement and unity we will continue to ascend our purpose is to help mature the believers in God help to mature the believers disciple them to become disciples or disciple them to go and disciple others don't just be a church goer you just the church here you you have you are you are equipped you have enough resources in you be discipling others as you have been this discipled disciple others it's not about yes we want you to bring people to church but it's all about the bigger picture the kingdom of heaven it's about the kingdom of god and what are you doing in the kingdom business we've been called to go and call others Equip to go and equip others. Let's have a big, a bigger picture. Church picture, church vision is not enough. Let's have the kingdom of God vision. Where you are discipling somebody into the kingdom. Helping somebody to stand in the kingdom. Let's bow down our heads. Father, we thank you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. The Lord, as I exalt your people in coming in agreement with you and with each other, I pray in the name of Jesus that they will ponder over these words. by today's message why not share it with a loved one and as always stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk we hope you were blessed